Welcome to Wait for Wait Food for Thought. In this podcast, I discuss all things related to health, fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle advice. If you're looking for education, inspiration, motivation, or for some good old-fashioned rambling, you've come to the right place. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Happy listening. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Wait for Wait Food for Thought podcast. It is 9.20 a.m. on a Tuesday. I have procrastinated this episode as long as I possibly can. I was supposed to record this episode last night on July 19th, and I have to leave for work in about 35 minutes. So yeah, been a really jam-packed morning. But yesterday um, was the nine-year anniversary of my dad's death. And I thought it was ironic and kind of divine timing that the day that I typically record my podcasts on Monday night is also the anniversary of his death. I don't really talk about my grief. I've only talked about it a few times on the episode. I don't talk about it much to people. I don't think about it. I just, out of sight, out of mind, it happened, it's gone. And it's it's been causing me a lot of, of problems lately internally. I, I'm realizing that there's a lot that I haven't dealt with or sat with or thought about or contemplated. And I tried to record this episode yesterday, but I was way too kind of, not even emotional, like absolutely numb that I, I couldn't sit down and, and properly formulate my thoughts. I just wanted to forget. And the funny thing about grief is that it happens to you every single day. Like I lost him nine years ago. But I deal with that loss every single day. So the fact that July 19th, the anniversary, caused so much turmoil inside of me doesn't make much sense. So I've been trying to sit with the fact that like yesterday didn't change anything. He's gone. He's been gone. And, and that's it. He's not coming back. So, so why did this day bring about so much pain nine years later? And I often tell myself like, get the fuck over it. It's, it's what are you going to, it's, it's done like, what are you dwelling about? What are you thinking about? But the reality is, is that grief doesn't leave us and it happens to us randomly throughout our entire lives. I used to think like before I experienced loss um, when I was 17, when people told me like my grandma died or my grandpa died or my dad died like 15 years ago, 10 years ago, I, I didn't understand. I'm like, oh, that was a long time ago. Like, I don't, I don't know why that's still hurtful. And obviously I know why it's, it's emotionally sad, but in terms of feeling that pain and that grief, as if it happened yesterday, I couldn't quite understand that until now. And so yesterday I was in a complete fucking frenzy. Like I, my dad died at 4 14 AM on July 19th, 2012. And I I woke up sometime around 4 a.m. naturally. Like, I don't remember what time, but I know it was, uh, is around 4 a.m. And I thought that that was just strange timing. I couldn't go back to sleep. I was wide the fuck awake. And so I was up drinking my coffee, enjoying my morning, did an early workout, like went on a run. Like, it was just insane. Like, from, from 4 in the morning, I was just up and ready to, to start my day. I ended up going to bed at, at around midnight, and I did not stop moving all day long. Like after I, during work, I was frantically like rearranging my office furniture. And my boss was like, why are you doing this today? We have like 10 days until we have to actually move shit around. And I was like, Oh um, yeah, I don't know. And I just kept moving. Like I would not stop. I left work at like seven 30, went to the beach, went rollerblading. I felt like this insane amount of overwhelming energy inside of me that I could not expel. And I thought that I was on like, the verge of a panic attack because my heart rate was so high. 
and I couldn't calm down and I didn't know, I didn't know what was going on. And it was like, I felt numb and felt suffocated and overwhelmed all at the same time. And it was a very confusing feeling that I did not know how to navigate and and how to manage. And I was like, okay, once I get home, I'll sit down and I'll just record a podcast about grief. And I, I couldn't do it. I just, I, I couldn't formulate the words. And right now I'm in a different headspace. I'm in a better headspace to kind of talk about it. I've thought about a lot, thought about it a lot. And where it all stems for me is, and where I'm, I'm getting confused and being really questionable about life and death is, is because of where I'm at in this, in this present moment. So I want us to do a little exercise together. I want you to think about your childhood. Think about your perception of the world and your perspective as a young, I don't know, 12 year old, seven year old, 13 year old, however old you are, where you're, where you're, where you think you understand the world and you think you understand life. For me, I was really grateful enough to have like a really, I don't, at least my memory of my childhood was very easy and fun. And I thought that life was just easy, breezy, beautiful, dude. And I was outside playing all the time. Like I would, I would hear, you know, my friend's parents pass away and I'm like, that's weird. Like that'll never happen to me. Like that'll never happen to my family. I couldn't understand that life is difficult because I was blessed enough to have a beautiful, happy childhood. And when this happened to my family, it just like, I couldn't quite understand what was going on. And I think I I couldn't understand what was going on for a few years. Like it took me a few years to really grasp the concept of my perception versus the reality of the world. And I'm not alone in this. We all go through life. And as we get older, as we experience more pain and more loss and more grief, we gain new perspectives about the world that kind of knock us off our feet. Like Rather than bring us more clarity, it brings us way more confusion. And everything that I thought about the world and everything that I thought about society and the world that we live in that I thought was so beautiful and so seamless and part of a very like beautiful structured life that we're all supposed to live is absolutely shattered. And lately I've been thinking about this concept of just like, what is the meaning of all of this? And when I think about my relationship with my dad as a kid, like it was just child father. I saw him as, and both my parents as just, they know everything. They know how to do everything. They're perfect. They have no problems. They have no sadness, no emotion. Like they're just these two people who know how to take care of their kids. And that's it. Like I am a child that goes through emotions and I was just like a problem child. Like I was, I was just like a a bitch. (laughs) Like I just talked back all the time. I was always fucking grounded, but I saw my parents as two people that knew what the fuck was going on and how the fuck to manage life and their pain. Like I, I didn't, I thought my parents were immune to pain. And so my dad died and I was, I just, I didn't feel like, or this is how I feel now. Cause I'm, I'm going back and <laughs> revisiting that moment and, and kind of putting myself in my 17 year old sh- year old shoes, asking myself, like, what did you think at that moment? And right now as a 26 year old, I, feel like I don't know my dad. I feel like I don't know his beliefs and, and what bothered him and what triggered him. And when I find myself like going through moments of struggle and pain, I talk to my mom 
and I listened to my mom's advice, but I, I wonder too, like, what did my dad think? What, what would he have said? And I find myself being so kind of angry lately because I don't know what he would have said. I don't know what he would have thought or would have done in a certain situation. And as I get older and figure out that there are different facets of life that I've, <laughs> I've been blinded to, I find myself getting deeper and deeper in grief nine years later, as opposed to when it first happened, because I was 17. I didn't quite understand. And, and now it's, I'm, I'm confused about life and about all of this. And it just seems so suffocating and so painful. And so I just want you all to take a moment and think about your childhood. What was it like? Was it difficult? Was it sad? Was it painful? Was it abusive? Was it happy? Were you naive? Like, what was that like? Have you lost people? Have you lost parents, grandparents, friends, siblings, cousins? Have you not experienced loss? Does this not quite resonate with you because you don't quite understand what it's like to lose somebody? When I was younger, I thought that my family was immune to death. Like it just seemed so out of sight and so out of mind and so uh, such as just a abstract concept that it just could not possibly happen to anybody in my family or myself. Like I just thought that it was completely out of the question and not something that I would ever experience. And now as you get older, you realize that, uh, yeah, everyone's going to die. No one is immune. And when I, and I see myself as where I am right now, and I see some of my friends or people younger than me that are living in this kind of fantasy world. Like, I feel like I have both a blessed perspective and a fucked up perspective because I'll see people going out every single weekend, drinking, doing drugs, like being immersed in this false reality over and over and over and over again and partying. And I think, do you even know what's going to, what's out there? Like, do you understand the fragility of life? Do you understand what you're doing to your body and to your mind? Are you happy? Are you escaping? Like I contemplate all this. And then I think, well, are you just having fun and enjoying your life? Or are you thinking about death? Do you think that death is inevitable? Or I'm sorry, do you think that death is not going to happen to you? And you're that you're immune to death? Like I think about death every single day. And I feel like a lot of people that I hang out with don't, or at least don't talk about it with me. But I have been sitting with grief lately and it's been feeling so heavy on my mind, on my heart, on my body to the point where I don't know how to navigate it, but I know that something divine is telling me to deal with this. And my dad died uh, at 4.14 a.m., like I said, and I start seeing this number everywhere. Like literally, guys, every fucking where. When I just look around randomly, I look at the clock randomly, it's like 4.14, 4.14, fucking everywhere. So I looked up this this meaning of this angel number because I don't really know meanings behind any, any numbers, but this one says, and this shit, this shit hit me hard y'all. And I'm about to get this tattooed on me actually tonight, but, uh, angel number 414 is telling you that your angels are there to give you motivation, support, and strength. Um, 
where is it? You should try to be surrounded by positive people and positive energy. Try to eliminate all negative things from your life. If something or someone doesn't serve you anymore, then you should let it let it or let someone go from your life. Don't do that with anger or sadness, but with love and peace. When you see angel number 414, it is time to eliminate all negativity from your life and start thinking positively. And how I've been thinking about this lately is I've been so consumed with my own struggles, my own pain, my own emotions due to my own personal relationships, struggles that I'm facing. And lately this number has been so prominent that it's put things back into perspective for me. My dad died young, like he, from cancer. And it was kind of unexpected, kind of sudden. And it made me realize how beautiful life is and to not dwell on the little things in life. Obviously, you know, we're, we're all human. We deal with our own struggles. We deal with little shit that comes our way that affects us. But at some point, you have to be willing to turn that corner and say, I'm okay. I will be okay. This is hard for me. This is difficult, but I'll be okay. And I can still see the beauty around me. And lately I felt like I can't see any beauty around me. Like it's just dull. It's numb. It's, I have my routine. I have my structure and that's it. I go to bed and I wake up and I do it all over again. What's the point? Where's the beauty? Where's the light? Where's the, the meaning and purpose? Like I haven't been seeing that. And lately, since this number has been popping up so much, it's been making me realize like there's no point to dwell on negative things in our lives so much so that we can't see the beauty and happiness around us to where it's suffocating and overwhelming where life is so meaningless when really it's so fragile and something to be celebrated every day. So deal with your pain, deal with your sadness. It's okay to be negative sometimes, but snap out of it. And I haven't snapped out of it for a few months. I've been in such a internal negative mind space and headspace every single day. Like externally, no one knows. No one knows. I act like happy and giddy and energetic all day, every day. You won't even fucking know. But inside I'm, I feel empty and just like, uh, what's the point? What's the point of any of it? And that is, I have been feeling like that is a selfish feeling. Like I watched my dad die. I held his hand when it was cold as fuck not knowing that that's what happens to dead bodies because why would I know that? Because I never experienced it and I didn't really think about death. And I saw that happen. I saw the life taken out of him so quickly and I'm going to sit here and dwell consistently over things that are bringing me negativity and pain and sadness and stress. No, it's time to let it go. And it's time to also release my grief in a way that's constructive and not full of suppression and ignorance. If you're going through grief, we all navigate this differently. We all navigate this at different times. Maybe it hits you hard at the beginning. Maybe it hits you hard later in life. And that, for me, it's happening later in life. Like I'm finally processing a bunch of stuff or contemplating a bunch of stuff because of the way that I'm starting to view life as something so different than what I ever could have imagined or thought about as a child. And so I found a quote that I think will resonate hopefully with y'all, but it is, you will lose someone you can't live without and your heart will be badly broken. And the bad news is that you never completely get over the loss of your beloved, but this is also good news. They live forever in your broken heart that doesn't seal back up and you come through 
It's like having a broken leg that never heals perfectly, that still hurts when the weather gets cold, but you learn to dance with the limp. And I think that's fucking beautiful, y'all. And my sister and I joke about this all the time. Like, we'll just be like having a good day. And I just look at her and I'm like, hey, like, where do you think dad is? And she's like, dude, I don't know. Like, do you know where he went? And I'm like, dude, no. Like, should we call him? And we just joke around all the time. Like, honestly, sometimes, guys, it's fucking funny. Like, where do we go? What the hell? We're just here and we feel and we experience and we, we like laugh and we sleep and we get drunk and all this shit. And then we just like disappear. Huh? What the fuck? Where do we go? Y'all. We have all these different beliefs about like you get reincarnated or you go to heaven or you go to hell or you come back as a, as an, you're an old soul. Like, I don't know. I don't know, but whatever the fuck it is, I don't know where he went, but I do see signs and I see signs, signs absolutely everywhere. And we get, sometimes grief can seem so overwhelming that we think that person's gone the person's not gone. They never die. Like they're here with you. They've given you a part of you is a part of them. Their memory lives on through you. When you're struggling, you think of that person. You ask yourself, what would that person do? You tell stories, you share memories, you laugh, you cry. That person is never dead. And that's why I got a tattoo a few months ago of a skeleton on my arm uh, with a flower crown. And uh, he has, the only thing that he has is, is a heart because it's life after death. Your body will go away. Like it'll disintegrate. It'll get disposed of. You'll get cremated, whatever, decompose. But your heart will live on forever, no matter what, whether you're a good person or a bad person, your heart will, will live and your stories will be told. And you will always be a part of somebody else's life. You left a special imprint and a special energy onto this earth, onto people around you that will never die and will never be forgotten. And that is a comforting fact to think about. And grief doesn't just mean somebody died. Grief also means that you maybe lost somebody in your life, a relationship, a friend. You never talk to that person anymore, but you think of them often and you wonder what they're up to. You don't talk you don't know where they are, what's up. And that is a loss. And that we grieve through these losses of relationships and people in our lives that leave suddenly or unexpectedly, or even when we expect it, it's still difficult to grasp because it's so conceptual and so confusing that we don't quite understand what is going on. Like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I think of life and I just like laugh. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I showered today. I shaved my legs. I got dressed and I'm like, like just going to die one day. The fuck? Like, what are we doing here, dude? What are we doing here? And when you think about that and you truly think about that, like, what are we doing here? Do you want to live your life so stressed out every single day over little shit that doesn't matter? Or do you want to wake up and be comforted by the fact that I'm here and I can choose to let my life struggles consume me or I can choose to let them just kind of be and they're there and I acknowledge them, but I'm not going to let that destroy or tarnish my peace or happiness because we're only here for God knows how long. We don't know what happens to us after we, we go. We like to think we know what happens. That's why their beliefs, they give us comfort, but we genuinely don't know. So why do we want to be here and, and live in turmoil and in constant drama or fear or stress, let it the fuck go. And that's where I'm at right now. And that's what I'm, I'm learning from my grief and from my own experience is that life is precious. 
and confusing and to embrace both the preciousness and the confusingness of life to just be and learn and grow and to be one with the pain, one with the grief and let that grief guide me throughout my life because it's always with me. It'll always stay with me. It'll, it'll show itself in different ways. It'll manifest differently depending on the place that I'm at in my life at that current moment. And I know that I will always continue to learn something about what grief has to teach us. And I think it's honestly one of the most powerful, most influential things that we will go through throughout our entire lives. It'll completely shift your perspective on life. It'll make you realize a bunch of shit that you never realized before. And it's a huge awakening. It's both a loss and an awakening at the same time. And it's crazy. And if you've gone through grief young, like that's traumatic and tragic, but I think it's also special and beautiful to be able to truly understand the fragility of life and the, some sort of meaning about what this is all for and what's truly important at a young age. And if you haven't gone through grief quite yet, you're lucky, <laughs> but it will happen and it will happen. And it's something that we don't like to think about, to contemplate, to talk about, but it will happen maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, maybe in a few years, but it will happen and it will completely shake your worldview and your perspective of yourself it'll shift, it'll, it'll challenge your character, everything. It'll challenge everything about who you think you are, who you are and, and what your beliefs are. And that's something that's beautiful in itself. It's a challenge, a beautiful challenge and a difficult challenge that will be with you for the rest of your life. Oh, I feel good kind of talking about this, you guys. I don't really talk about it. It actually brings me a lot of stress and anxiety. Um, I've been kind of spending a lot of time more alone lately, which I don't do, to just kind of think and contemplate to the point where it's kind of overwhelming me, but it's much needed. And if you feel like you've been running away from your problems, like I have been for a very long time, it's time to sit still, sit with them, sit with the pain, sit with the sadness, sit with the grief. Because honestly, guys, I feel like life throws us more shit than beautiful moments and beautiful moments are kind of fleeting, but the pain is there every day. We experience anxiety and confusion and loss and, and turmoil and drama every single day, stress at work more so than these fleeting, beautiful moments of stillness and calm, which is fucked up, but it's true. So how do you deal with it and how do you sit with it? And how do you digest it in a way that's constructive to your growth, to your character, and to your life? Sit with that shit today, y'all. And with that, I'm fucking hungry, okay? And I have to go to work. I hope this resonated with you. I hope it maybe taught you something about your own grief, yourself, your perspective on death. I hope it maybe made you think about death more than you usually do and realize that we are blessed to be here another day. And that's something to celebrate. And loss also is not something to, to mourn. It's something to celebrate because you're celebrating somebody's life and existence. And that is beautiful. Okay, y'all, I have to eat or I will um, be a bitch all day. So I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is for you. And I look forward to speaking to y'all next week. Yeah.